Yo, what's good? Welcome to Counter Currents. This is your host, Petey Steele. And your co-host, Elena Torres. And today we have a just off the stage headliner, killed it the whole weekend at Arlington Draft House. Please welcome the hilarious comedian, Taylor Williamson. Yay. Hooray. Yay. Thanks so much for being here, Taylor. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I've always wanted to be here in my in my home on the Zoom. Yeah. I don't like I don't like <laughs> Zooms. Can I tell you that? I like you guys, but I don't like um, Zoom. It's still weird to me. I, I, I'm like, I, I don't want to accept. I feel like I'm a Republican now. Like, I don't want to accept uh, change, you know? I want to go <laughs> back to the old days. I, I couldn't agree more. I'm not a fan of Zoom. The worst are like... Have you done any like Zoom parties or anything where you have to have like more than two or three people on Zoom? That to me is hell on earth. I do like Zoom f funerals. Those are fun. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've turned down, I went, I've done a couple, I did like a birthday party thing and I was just like, I don't like this. It's no. the dumbest. And then people tried to have like fun. They tried to have, I, I mean, now I would never, I mean, last year I said, no, I'm not I'm double never do it now, but like, we're gonna have a game night on zoom. No, I'm not gonna hang out. We all take turns talking and like, we hate each other in real life. Why are we gonna hate each other here? 100%, 100% sure. worse is the worst. Yeah, I couldn't but, agree more. But I think I'm an old curmudgeon. I'm like the Scrooge of uh, COVID, I think. Are you really that old? Thank you. I needed that. No, I'm like 35, <laughs> but I'm old, and uh, my my soul is like, but not like the good way. Where like you're an old soul. It's more like like oh, he's a bitter old man. He doesn't want to go on Zoom and do stand up comedy. You know. You got like one tooth and a whip. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. One you... tooth and a whip. What does that Something mean? Something like that. And a whip. Yeah, villain, movie villain. Oh, that's pretty cool. I'm down for that. That sounds rad, actually. Is that what you have to be when you're old? I'm the same age as you, and I also feel like I've I feel like I've been getting curmudgeonier and curmudgeonier. Like somebody told me about NFTs recently. I didn't really understand what they were, and I was like, I'm I'm. This sounds so stupid. I must be old now. Yeah. Non-fungible tokens. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I talked to someone who's. Uh, into it and he does Bitcoin and all that and he explained it to me and like I I, I just it's, I think it's like when you get old you just have to accept I don't get it but it's not for me yeah and but you you could say the same thing about trading cards like that's what he's trying to say to me like baseball cards well what's a baseball card just a printed out thing and people make it valuable so why it's can't true. you make a digital trading card I'm like yeah but you can just do like a screenshot and yeah screen literally yeah. <laughs> and i've seen and a lot of the art it's like not that i don't know i i good like great that the artists are creating something but what from what i saw i'm like it doesn't look like my friend was showing me a lot of the coolest ones and i was like i don't emote to this i guess hmm. yeah i'm with you like good for the people who are scamming people yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm happy for you to take advantage of dumb rich people, but, 
Yeah, I mean, you could argue comedy is the same thing. We're scamming people into watching us say, just talk about our private parts into a microphone and uh, That's true. taking their money. So what's the difference? These people actually did something with their lives. Right, right. <laughs> talk about themselves. Yeah. For an hour we mostly just scam each other, you know? Yeah. Well, we, who are you, are you guys scamming me right now? Uh, I think it's the other way. No, I'm just, I don't know. kind of are. I mean, it is a scam, kind of. Like, I'm not getting paid to be here. I'm not complaining. I mean, I'm just talking about the... Oh, am I getting paid? But then... No. Uh, uh, and then... But you guys are like, we're going to make this podcast big and make lots of money. That's your plan, which is great. But Yeah, then, that plan is going really well. But you're working <laughs> on it. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it, you guys are scamming me, hypothetically, if we're just discussing it. I, I love you, sending love, you know? Just oh, yeah. Love. Hey, that's, you know, that's the kind of scamming we do. It's like a lovable scam. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all a scam. Pete from the draft house owes me like $60. You did? <laughs> For what? Actually, I, I kind of want to hear this. Why does he owe you money? What's I haven't told him yet, but I talked to the other guy. and They, they said they'd cover my Uber, and I just haven't sent the receipts for my Uber. Oh, so it's almost, it's kind of your fault. No, yeah. But they didn't, they're not checking to make sure, hey, we've, we want to make sure that you got your Uber paid. I mean, there's a bunch of money missing. Do other clubs do that? Do other clubs like make sure, because you tour a fair amount, do other clubs make sure? No, most clubs hope you don't bring up that they owe you money. Right. Yeah. That's my finger. Who are these comedy that. clubs that are trying to pay you? <laughs> yeah, most of them freaking no, out. Pete's good. He's a good man. If, once I tell him that he'll he'll get me right away. I love him. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that to be a silly goose. Yeah. But I am. Right. I, there probably is part of me that's holding out, waiting for him to be like, "Hey, Taylor, um, we owe you some money. We just want to take care of it." He sent me a picture of him like drying um, my T-shirt I sell after shows that I didn't bring that I brought with me last time I was there. So I love that guy. He's, he he wears my T-shirt. So he's a good man. I feel like you can't, you're kind of waiting for him to text you. Like, although he didn't pay for my t shirt. Oh, he got, uh -oh. He got a free t shirt. He owes me another 20 bucks, actually. Wow. Really counting pennies here on Pete. Listen, it's a rough economy right now, you know? It's, it is. <laughs> are, you, are you touring a lot right now? Was this your first date, one of many dates? How's that been going? I have since like, may or june i have been working a lot it's it's dried up as of next week i was supposed to be in calgary this week but they canceled it rescheduled because of covid covid is really bad in alberta canada right huh. now so um i'm going to winnipeg manitoba canada next week and then that's all i have booked for now but yeah it's just a weird wonky time like yeah. uh, a lot of clubs i talk to they're like that will book me that like are happy to book me they were like they're like yeah we're 18 months behind on uh rescheduling people yeah and it's a weird zone where like the super famous people they're able to do like that are doing like a thousand to thousands of seats like they're all booking themselves for like year-long tours right now because they're just like you know what the world's crazy right Let's make up for last year and this year and just go on a crazy tour and make lots of money mm -hmm. and then the where I'm at, like comedy club level, like headliner guy, it's like, it's so it's all it's all confusing and weird. So it's like, 
I've had a few months where I'm like, oh, I'm back, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. now I'm like, oh, no, is my career over again? But right. I don't know. Last year, the bar was set as low as possible. Like the, so I don't know. I'm not worried about it. Things will come up. Right? That's just how yeah. it goes, right? Yeah, you got to think positive, I guess. That's also I mean, this I, industry. Like you're well, constantly worried that you're never going to work again, I feel like. But that's what it is. I mean, it's like, uh, it's a fucking gnarly business that we all should have listened to our parents and not gone into. But like a few weeks ago, I was like, with, or like six weeks ago, I was like having one of those days, like, oh boy. And then, um, and then uh, America's Got Talent hit me up saying, do you want to be on the series finale of, or season finale of the show as like a special guest performer? And like, uh, then, then I got booked for the next, I got booked for the next two weeks after that, that yeah that was and that was or that was that was four weeks ago so i you know what i mean so it's like that pays i got to be on tv after a year of not doing anything mm-hmm. and then uh i got to come to dc i got to go to san antonio i got to go to texas thank god you know so, yeah. <laughs> last year i told myself i'm never going to working in texas or florida again i'm done and then, like, I've been in San Antonio four times since June. <laughs> literally. So, so uh, you're trying to book that Houston date. Yeah, those I'm bounties. Not, yeah. Door. Huh? Those bounties were just too high to pass up. <laughs> exactly. No, I listen. Like the people who uh, who don't take COVID seriously love going to comedy shows, you know. So and yes, like, they do. So I'm just gonna. I'm gonna make some money off of them. Texas was wild. It's confusing because they're really nice people, uh-huh. and they're just they're just in a different universe. A lot of them, mm-hmm. not even all of them. Most of them, like it's still fifty fifty, but like you don't, I don't know. But like there was someone coughing in the in the front in the front row of my show in San Antonio a couple of weeks ago. Stop. They, thank you. Right. It's like at least we all still cough we still still sneeze you know it's yeah like, it's human behaviors you know but like have some like ho ho like self-awareness put on your mask out of embarrassment just be like i'm I, i'm covid test i, I got the yeah mask. yeah yeah just be like, oh sorry it's allergies like yeah. something this chick yeah lie for god's yeah. sake yeah, yeah just lie at least yeah. nothing and then no one in the crowd, like if this happened in like DC or anywhere normal, which is probably not normal, but to me is normal with diversity and, um, and um, you know, people who listen to science and stuff, you know, and like, uh, and uh, they like, uh, uh, just sort of empathy and reason. And that's all I'm asking for. And like, uh, you were so confident, we could be like, whoa, who's that? what's up with that guy? And the crowd would be like, yeah, what's up with that guy? But in Texas, everyone's like against me. I was the guy who was rude. Like she was acting like I was being rude by like, like you're confident, it's kind of weird. She's like, I, I'm fine. I'm like, you have you ever been COVID tested? She's like, yeah. I'm like, you've really been in your life, have you been COVID tested? She's like, no. Uh, she's, yeah. she's, she's never been tested before. And like her husband's like, give me a look, like don't make, I'm like, can we just agree that this is we're in a pandemic and we're in a place that no one takes it serious? But they they're all just looking at me like Taylor. And the crowd was like Taylor, don't make fun of her. She's a lady. Like really? Yeah. Wow. It was, it was weird vibes. Like I had a great time wow. otherwise, but uh, it's very odd. It's I mean it's it's like another universe travel. It's very weird. Have you guys been traveling around during this whole time? A little mm-hmm. bit. I this month I traveled and I went to I was in 
here in New York and LA within like a two to three week period, yeah. which are probably like the most liberal places. But they don't and even then like the three, the vibe of the three was pretty different. What was the differences? I felt like LA was like the most asleep. Like LA felt the most closed out of the three and here feels like the most oppressive. Like you can't here, you can't put your toe in a place here without your mask on inside. Like someone, someone's gonna like yell at you from across the room. New York feels like the most open and like you show your vaccine card, but it's like to a hostess and she's like kind of looking at it, doesn't really care. And it's like more just like, fuck it, we're open. Yeah. And LA still felt very much like everyone's staying in their own bubble. Nobody eats inside ever. Yeah. You know, that I noticed everybody's still, it's, and it just feels a lot quieter than it used to. Yeah, everyone's over it everywhere. I'm yeah. excited for the, in LA, they're doing this like really aggressive vaccine mandate where everyone has, to, where if you go to a gym or restaurant, whatever, basically anywhere that you would want to go inside of, you have to show a, a Like vaccine. New York. Yeah, New York has it. But yeah. even, is it at gyms and everywhere? Yeah, it's gyms, restaurants, like all the comedy clubs, like pretty much everywhere you have to show your vaccine card. Funny. Good. It's, yeah, I, I like it. Why but the not? thing is, is like people don't check that hardcore. That's the only thing. Yeah, the comedy store, they're hardcore checking. Yeah. But, yeah, but other clubs don't have that. It, it's just their own policy. Right. But uh, yeah, we're, this world is weird. I, I think, I think, uh, I would be better off right now if I wasn't in a career where I'm like meeting, my job is to meet people and like try to make things happen. And I think I'm cut out for this world if I have like, you get like a wife and like uh, two kids and then you have like your family that you love and like like three friends and you just like never talk to anyone else on earth. Yeah. I think- I Herd think immunity. I, <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that called herd immunity? No, that's like what, you know, uh, Republicans usually say or anti-vaxxers about how like you don't have to get the vax because you can just put people together in one area and then they'll build up like an immune system sort of like what they did with chicken pox when you were like a tot you know oh yeah no that's not what I mean by that but I, I just mean like I never want to have to see another person ever no I know <laughs> I was just making a joke yeah got it, got it have you been doing like meet and greet and stuff after shows during all this or do you skip it a, a little bit it's confusing because like I didn't bring merchandise because like I'm not gonna do meet and greets but then like where have I been I went to free delta variant i did a meet and greet in jacksonville i was like post vaccinated mm -hmm. and i decided um let's well, see i did my first show was like after the first vaccine after i got my first vaccine which means these people in this trash town i was in did not get vaccinated at all and i was like on stage and i was like hey i'm open i'm open to doing what i'm comfortable with and you can do it if you want and, and just don't make fun of me or make fun of me i don't care but uh, here's what I'm, so like I would like let people walk towards the stage and I could I'll be on stage and do this kind of thing like in the back like make it funny and whatever mm -hmm. and people come on go on, go on stage like no no you're not like yeah people, people are just so inconsiderate and dumb like if someone told me their thing is like hey um I don't like um I don't know I'm allergic to cotton so I just want to be far away just like, respect my whatever yeah. weird dumb thing is that I'm offering to do a bonus thing for you you know yeah. Like, 
Um, anyway, so I did it like that. And then after I got my vaccines, I did it in, in Florida. I did. I was down for me and greed. If I could do the same thing, if I could be like, you guys, and if there's a table, I'll be back here. You're on the other side of the table. Mm-hmm. And even that, people are like, oh, come on, whatever. And I'm just like, no. And, and then in Texas, I did it with my mask on. Mm-hmm. And then one show was bad, so I did do. I didn't do the both of the main green. I was like, "What am I doing here? I'm not gonna go outside and talk to these people." Right. <laughs> and then, um, then someone wanted to meet me. I don't know. I know. I listen. I who who am I? But I, I I'm happy to give people that moment. Like I'm grateful. It's it's me expressing gratitude too. If I'm not selling right. stuff, especially just saying thank you for coming and whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then where was in DC? I did a mass meet and greet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it is is people are pretty cool with it out there, yeah? Oh they, yeah, people are very. They demand it. That's how it's so easily enforceable. Yeah. Because other places, you know, the typical people that are like pro-vax, they're not really accustomed to being like bouncers a lot of times. So even right. if they see somebody coughing, like you saw that guy in San Antonio, they're not going to usually have the balls to go up and be like, get him out of here. I mean, they, you can tell a manager, but if the crowd's not with you, it contributes to a bad culture. I think. Yeah. No, and here, here if, somebody, if somebody coughed in the front row, the audience would kick them out for you. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's here. People are, I'm telling you, you cannot, I was in, when I was in California, I went to LA and I went and visited some family of mine in Sacramento and Northern California. And I saw a guy in a grocery store just shopping with no mask and people, and they have a mask mandate there. And like people who worked at Whole Foods were just like walking by this dude. And I was like, that would never happen in DC. That guy, we wouldn't get past the the front door. I was at Home Depot the other day, being a real man, and mm-hmm. there was people walking around without masks on. It was kind of wild to me, and just like going yeah. to the counter and not caring. People are over it. People are over it. I'm over it too, but also I'm just like, it's really like you're say you're just letting people know you're trash. Like, it's just like, just follow the rules and like, let's get out of this shit. You know, I would have yeah. thought COVID the whole time, but it, I just as comics. We get to see the world on a different level than m- many people who don't have super travely jobs. We meet people. Yeah. It's very wild. It's it's very it's a mind fuck to go to different cities and states and just seeing how different it is. Like when I went to Austin for the first time a few months ago and seeing um like the Enterprise rental car guy doesn't have a mask on. That Uber driver doesn't have a mask on. Wow. Like like oh in Texas I had to ask the guy to put a mask on. He was like. <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong with you? Do you want to tip, you fucking fool? Yeah, yeah. Like, what is wow. wrong with you? Like, <laughs> I, like, even if I didn't agree with you, I would still, like, just be respectful. Like, assume, yeah. lean into respecting other people's things. Like, oh, assume I'm from L.A. and I'm some lefty liberal scumbag. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know like, I mean? talk shit in your brain, but just yeah. do what I ask, please, so that we can get through this. But most people, I don't know, I try to have empathy for people without empathy, too. And, like, I think a lot of people are just trying to feed their families. And life is a nightmare for a lot of people. And, That's uh, true. They're not all on Reddit coronavirus all day like I am, reading about <clears throat> the world burning. And Yeah. <laughs> What's been the most mindfuck place you've traveled to through all this? Oh, hi, doggy. This is my child, by the way. Oh, what's his or her name? Uh, her name is Betty. Hi, Betty. Would you please 
validate that she's beautiful, please? She's so I've beautiful. Popped up on my screen yet, but I I'll take your word for it. Because someone is telling me that I've twice had people. Maybe, maybe oh, there we go. Hey, Benny. She, she <laughs> so cute. I've twice had people say uh, personally, but I found it online a little bit. Like, oh, she's so ugly. She's cute. And I'm like, what? She's, she's so cute. She's cute. You. Yeah. You know, she's so cute. What breed is she? I don't know. She won't tell me. That's my big joke. I uh, Look at this. Hey, girl. How old is she? Do you know? She's a little over one. Oh, okay. So she's a little. She's little forever. Mm -hmm. Um, I got her a few months ago. I waited till I got vaccinated to get a living creature to take care of 24 seven. That's know. a, that's a good. Yeah. Um, I love her. She's crazy. But, um, this is who I am now. I make fun of people who do this. And now I'm the guy who just has a tiny dog, uh, in his backpack at Whole Foods and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I mean, they're the best. You love them. I spent all day. It's kind of, kind of not to be a bummer, but I spent, I was telling Petey before this, I spent all day today, basically taking my dog to an animal hospital. She's old. She has pancreatitis. So she's on IVs today. She's going to be fine, but oh, thank God. we love, we love our dogs. Basically. I also went to the zoo before that. I've had a doctor do little bit. You had a doctor do little day. Yeah. Just because I was at the zoo in the morning, then in the afternoon, I spent the whole time at an animal hospital. Yeah. Why my dog. And you brought a dog onto the podcast. Like there's something yeah. I'm like putting out animal vibes today. <laughs> um, what kind of dog do you have? Also not she's some sort of poodle mix. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really know. Yeah. What kind? We got a we got her genetic tested a, a couple years ago. My brother-in-law got me as a gift because everyone kept telling me that she looked like the like a Havanese and the genetic test came back saying 65% poodle and the rest inconclusive. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for your I was like thanks. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. This is exactly great. I'm glad it was a gift. So funny. Mm -hmm. Do you travel with your dog? Yeah, I used to. Yeah. Where'd you go? Like, I like on that plane. Yeah, I used to take her on airplanes. I mean, she's little. She's like that. She's maybe a little bit bigger than that. I used to travel with her uh, a lot, actually. Now less because she's a little older. She'll be fine. Yeah, I took her on that plane for the first time. She came to Austin with me, mm -hmm. and she was so good on like under the seat. I was very impressed. Like as long as I'm next to her, she's chill as fuck. Yeah. But, like, but like when I uh, when she's alone, she freaks out. Yeah, that's normal. So, so it's it's hard. I mean, she says gnarly separation anxiety. So, um, mm -hmm. like so like I need to figure out how to be a comedian with a dog because like she hates being alone. Like, does she crazy. does she like scratch your doors up and stuff? Yeah, yeah I put yeah, it in the crate. Yeah. She's ripped out. She hasn't done it in a long time, but she's ripped. I had to take it to the emergency room once because she ripped out three teeth. They were all baby teeth. They ended up being baby teeth, but I didn't know, you know? Yeah. But like that, can you imagine being so freaked out that you're just like, ah. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, they get they get crazy. I mean, the best thing to do is like find people because yeah. my dog was like that. Just find people if you have to leave and you can't take her with you. Like find people that love her that she loves. Have yeah. like a yard or something that you don't have that you can leave her. Yeah, exactly. And like little dogs, people are always like happy to dog sit. Yeah, she's she just. She's like she's like seventy percent potty trained. That's the other problem. Mm. So I'm just like, you don't mind she she'll poop on your carpet. But she's really cute. Oh yeah, it's a little, it's little poos. 
right? Like you're so lucky to have them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're just a little food. It's just like a little <laughs> present, you know? <laughs> For sure. But in Texas, I was like, we can't leave you here, Betty, because I worry someone's going to like shoot her and eat her or something. What did you bring her to the club? What did she do when you do your set? I had a friend in town who held her and oh, okay. uh, like, watched her. But yeah, like she can't be in the room while I'm performing because she freaks out. Yeah, I was going to say because the noise is probably scary. I brought her to San Francisco also and like she just hearing my voice on the loudspeaker freaked her out. She's just like, where are you? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> but if she's like three feet away from me, she's fine. But like, I don't want to be that guy who brings her on stage. I can't handle that. It's, I've done it before. It's embarrassing. I don't, think there, I, was say, I don't think there are any male comics that bring their dog <laughs> on stage, are there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and she's just too distracting. And I feel like she's being traumatized at the same time. And I'm embarrassed because right. I'm becoming everything that I make fun of. And uh, right. I don't know. I don't know who I am anymore. But then I'm like, maybe I should lean into being the guy with the dog. Like, maybe that's my new shtick, you know? I think so. I think you should take her with you as much as you can. If she's chill, and I'm sure like openers would be happy to hang out with your dog backstage. <laughs> well, that's the thing is I need I need like a permanent opener who gets the drill is you have to watch my dog. Right. Like you get you we do shows together, but your job backstage is to hold my dog and keep her alive. Like I'm that not fun, like especially now during COVID. I'm I've never been fun, but during COVID, I'm not like going out partying after shows and stuff. Like I really don't mind having a dog and no one cares like maybe she's so small but like i've never had one person say you can't bring your dog in here i mean i really yeah. have a backpack i put her in but like she's, she sticks her little head out that's so cute pete's like nos nauseous right now like what is going on no no she doesn't look bad like she doesn't look bad yeah like no one would have an issue Oh, I'm sorry. I'm fairly defensive. <laughs> I, I see. She's cute. She's just so bad. Tell me how beautiful she is. Hey, all right. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay. Right. Petey, don't don't buy it. Petey's just trying to man up. Petey loves like little dogs like that. He dogs. I have two labradoodles. Dogs. Yeah. Oh, labradoodles are great. Respect. Yep, they're awesome. One of them's getting a little fat, but the other one's cool. So we'll get the other one on track again. We'll just have, uh, yeah, great. I was going to make some joke about have your dog eat your other dog, but that's not funny. And that's not a thing you already have to do. So don't do that. <laughs> no. A labradoodle is the reason I have a career. I told this joke on America's Got Talent about my friend's labradoodle, and it, like, it is the reason I like was able to get far on that show and have a career and stuff oh nice i, 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 I want to, to ask you about that because you've done really well on a couple of competition shows and i feel like comedy on competition shows is extra hard well one of the competition shows was last comic standing so but i so, feel like last comic standing was also hard and some parts of it were pretty oh, specific. yeah it's comedy is terrible and uh i don't recommend getting into it for anyone listening but um i'm joking like 10 percent. but um no the good thing about doing comedy on america's got talent is you stand out it's very hard and like if i did it today i couldn't get to pass the first round I'm, i really mean it i you have to be crazy a little bit to there's like narcissism. all the things you needed to be a stand-up like narcissism and egomaniacism that's a word and uh but like i don't have the balls to do it now i really don't <laughs> like to 
but I was so desperate when I did it. Yeah. Like I just needed it so bad. And but like I don't think I don't think I could handle that pressure and I don't think I could maneuver I don't know. For whatever it was like a perfect storm. So everyone's bored. If you go to TaylorWilliams.com you can watch my whole journey on America's Got Talent. But like it went as perfect as it possibly could go. Like it was just even the things that went bad ended up being for the best in the whole mm -hmm. thing and like um but uh yeah but like, how do you follow a fire juggler or whatever the hell you know what i mean yeah it's very hard and there's no there's no um uh especially the audition like you're going up there's like 20 30 minutes between each performer they're not there to watch comedy they're not comedy fans right and then on and it on when i did it, it was you're at radio city musical in front of like four or five thousand people who are, are just, all the people auditioning that you're in front of no 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 I think season one of America's Got Talent was like that, but now it's just like fans in the crowd. Okay. But, um, but uh, the second round they did it, there was no audience, but that was easy for me, honestly, because like, you know, as comics, we don't, we all do shitty shows, you know? Yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. I literally was like perfectly trained to perform for four people and just like, right. I had, and I had jokes that I used to do of like, wow, this is terrible, blah, blah, blah. Right. So like, like like bits I would do in front of small crowds, so I just did that in front of them. And they thought I was improvising, and mm -hmm. anyways, um, but uh, I don't know. I was very lucky, and that I'm grateful for that whole show. And like, listen, years and years later, like I I, I paid. I got to live in, during a pandemic off of that show, so right. Uh, and they bring me back for stuff, and it think it gives me more work. It's like a it's a gift, and uh, I I'm still hustling the hard to get other stuff going on. But in the meantime, right. I'm so I'm so grateful that for the opportunities that they gave me. You know? Right, and you say you could never do it now. Why? Just because it's that hard, and you were so desperate. Um, is Pete coming in here? Is that what I was gonna say? I don't know what's going on over there. I see Pete is joining. But I'm on. He wants to make yeah. sure we're doing our job. Yeah, exactly. Wait, is this about? Yeah, oh, I don't he's know. Oh, he's gone. I don't know what that was about. I was gonna get my money. Supposedly, I'm Pete. I'm on Pete's account right now. <laughs> um, what was your question? Why I couldn't do today? I don't. I just don't. I don't. Uh, it's just like I don't think I have. It's just I don't know. I mean, I just I. I think if I was presented to do, I don't think I would get past the first round. I think I'm too, it was a different time period in my life and who right. I am. And uh, I just don't think I would fit what they're looking for. I don't think I would, I don't know. I don't know. I had like, I think I was naive enough to go, <laughs> to think I could get go on that show before. Like right. maybe, now I'm just like, it's going to be bad. I have too much doubt. I think now, you know, right. Hmm. But that makes sense but uh i don't know i'm not i'm not putting myself down it's just different you know you're older you're like you're like uh i feel like jumping out of an airplane is less likely for me now than, uh, than totally you know what i mean totally i get that that show's kind of like jumping out of an airplane like oh why not i'll go do yeah, that yeah, yeah. Hmm. Totally. so how long ago was this taylor i was on i was a contestant in 2013 so okay. It's a, it's a while ago. They bring me back for stuff all the time, but that's when I was a contestant. So like, um, yeah. That's but, awesome. Where are you from? LA originally, or where did you grow up? I'm from San Diego. Okay. You ever go down there? I have. I I lived in LA for a while. 
so I'm familiar with, and I grew up in Mexico. And so San Diego has, as you know, a lot of Mexicans. Yeah, I grew up, a lot of people. I grew up with yeah. one in my house. Yeah. Is that impressive? It makes me sound like a basic white guy in San Diego, like being like, I had a Mexican nanny. It's so basic, but like, it's people like, I, you get it, but like, people like, yeah. like if I tell people, it's because there's always normal to me. I'm not rich. I had a single mom and a nanny from Mexico, and like, but she's like family to me. And like, but yeah. to me, it's like, but I say my nanny, but then people, you had a nanny? And I'm just like, I don't know. I had a lady who clearly didn't get paid very much money to to take care of me. But um, yeah, good for you for talking about it. I don't yeah. talk about it because I was actually in Mexico. So I don't talk about how much of that I grew up because everybody has a lot of that. Like I grew up with the whole thing, nannies, so, drivers, like all that stuff. Oh, you, you're Cause over there. That's over there. That's normal. Drivers. I never, I never, yeah, I never talk about it. Where in Mexico, where is your nanny from? Mexico? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Just well, like, come you know, I was from, from Mexico City and the nanny was from a little town outside in specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, P Peter had a, PD had a racist joke. Please, Peter. PD. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said they don't come over from America. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You get white nannies in Mexico. Yeah. Are, are you Mexican? No, uh, I my dad is from Spain and my mom is American, but we moved to Mexico when I was 10 and I fully left when I was 30. So I, I'm from there. Pourquoi? My dad's John. Cool. He, he headed up a, an American, the Latin American branch of a American company because he was Spanish and that's his first language. So we were living in Spain before that. Pepsi? No sharper image the private equity company. sharper image yeah, like a, is that still a thing the sharper so. image i hope yeah so. I, I they had the coolest stuff yeah it was great browsing as a youth yeah do you are there like american are there references that like people are like get mad at you for not knowing just because yeah like i didn't have nickelodeon so all things nickelodeon like i don't know what you're talking about huh. that's that's actually been like a really big problem especially connecting with my generation that i didn't have nickelodeon and when people talk about nostalgic things like i can't because most other stuff you, mexico you get and like we would go to the u.s in the summer so i kind of understand but like that's the one thing that i know like do you know clueless yeah, yeah but everybody in mexico knows clueless oh really yeah like do you know um do you know um like new kids on the block yeah Okay, you're a good person. Yeah, that's why. No, but you know, there were like cer certain like punk bands would make it. Like I remember when I would come to the U.S. in the summer, people were really into like no effects. Yeah. And I didn't really understand. Like I would listen to the music, and I was like, I don't. We like no, my chemical, my chemical romance. They love my chemical romance in Mexico. Love yeah. that. I dated yeah. a girl from uh, Morelia. Oh, okay. Tucson. Yeah. And like she was just like obsessed with my chemical. Yeah, romance. they love my chemical romance, but but it's a they really like emo stuff of all kinds. Yeah. I mean, you see it in the art that they create. Like telenovelas are the most emotional thing ever. My I chemical romance is really emo. Do you listen to Latin music? Yeah. I saw this girl brought me to this concert for this really cool singer. She's from Chile, but she's famous in Mexico. Do you know who this is? Oh, Ana T. Mon, Mon Laferte. 
Oh, yeah. I've heard of her. Yeah, she was cool. Yeah, she was good. Listen, I'm like, cultured. Yeah, there you go. Good for you. Getting a Mexican nanny and dating a girl from Morelia. Nanny man. Way to go. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I'm, and, and I have a, and I have a brown daughter. Yeah. She's, uh, she's Latinx, right? Sure. Chihuahua? Sure. Yeah, Chihuahua. I mean, I have a white dog, but I bought her in Mexico. The one oh. that, so she's a, she's a Mex, she's also a Mexican white lady. That's great. Mm -hmm. My best friend in uh, fourth grade was named uh, uh, Jacobo Klein. Uh, because you know why? Because there's a lot of Jewish Mexicans in San Diego. They even have their own school. Yeah, because uh, America during the Holocaust was not letting boats of Correct. Uh, Jews come in because uh, racist, uh, anti-Semite fucks. So uh, Mexico was like, bienvenido. Correct. Jews. That's right. I grew up in a totally Jewish neighborhood in Mexico City, and nobody can believe that. But there's a lot of Jewish Mexicans. Are you a Jewish? No. Well, uh, I married in, but so kind of, but oh, no, not originally. Oh, hey, are you Jewish? Yeah, my dog's Jewish too. Oh, that's nice. Did you have her mikvah because it's passed down through the mom? Wow, <laughs> impressive. Yeah. You know your stuff. Don't worry about it. She's circumcised. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had a bris. Yeah, yeah. Look at you knowing all your Jewish stuff. Don't worry about it. <laughs> PD, do you know Jewish people? All of them, man. I'm like Georgetown Day School Emeritus Status in D.C. That's like the big liberal school that's non-secular, but everybody that goes there is Jewish. Um, wow, so they Jewish. taught me how to really do Christmas, you know, just Chinese food and movies and shit, you know? <laughs> Good for you. Hell yeah. This is a very diverse program. I love it. Yeah, that's that's what we try to do here at the Arlington Draft House podcast, Counter Currents. That's... So the Arlington Draft House owns this show? Yes. Yep. That's why this account, that's why I forgot to change the name, but that's why it says Pete Fajaran right here. He's our boss. We love Pete. We love I Pete. Like, I feel like I threw him under the bus a little bit with how he owes me money, you know? He heard you. That's why he logged on. Yeah, right? exactly. He just texted me. No, he should know, but he wants yeah. to have a big talk with you about it. Actually. <laughs> no, he's such a gentleman. Like he like, I like him because he like he's like, he like he like goes above and beyond to make sure uh, you're okay and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he does. He really care. He really cares about you guys a lot, and like wants to make sure that you guys have a nice good time and make sure that you guys have all the drinks you like and food you like and all that. And he took care. I had some, some military friends come in and he took, he supports the troops, you know? Yeah. That's what I like about P is he supports the troops. He supports, a, he supports a lot of people. Do you guys he, support he the does. troops? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like PD does more than you do, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. When, he, yeah. When, you, when you ask that question. My yeah. uncle, USMC, baby. Respect. I just did this USO tour um, with the vice chairman, and the joint chief of staff, and uh, we got we went like it's it's a tour that usually goes to Iraq, Afghanistan, but because of COVID, that was a few months ago. We went to we went to Cuba, like Guantanamo Bay, which is an interesting oh, wow. experience. And um, yeah. 
we went over the, all over U.S. and we have to go to D.C. and uh, uh, went to Walter Reed and met some special people and uh, and then uh, anyways. But uh, yeah, so I'm friends with all these like gnarly like military people. It's very funny to me. And uh, how did that happen? I from the U.S.O. tour. I spent like two weeks oh. on a plane with these people in June mm -hmm. and July. So we just traveled around. So like. It's just funny like, these guys are just like <laughs> it's just it's interesting jumping into a different community you know like mm -hmm. i hang out with comedians i have friends who like do interesting things but like it's just another unit like another bubble of like humans and like the bullshit yeah. that they have is just different than our bullshit and like um mm -hmm. but uh i don't know i it's i didn't grow up around i grew up in san diego but i, I didn't grow up with military people in my family besides like grandparents you know right and they would never talk about it ever. Like, never. I've heard zero stories about <laughs> my grandparents being in the military and like, I don't know. But uh, it's cool to, it's nice that I can brag that I have friends who are in the military now, you know? Yeah, there you go. How were the audiences on the USO tour? It was, I mean, Guantanamo Bay, I don't know if they're known for being great crowds, you know? Yeah, that's why I ask. Yeah. But it was really special. Like it was, it was kind of very like privileged, very proud privilege. I took very seriously of like it shows not about me and my ego. This shows about entertaining the people who've been like trapped on this island for over a year. Right. They haven't been allowed to leave. Right. So wow. Or the, I, I, let me rephrase. From my understanding, they were allowed to leave, but then they couldn't leave because there's like two week quarantine. So right. they, they couldn't they couldn't leave if they were gonna come back basically. From my understanding that's what it was. So it was outside in the heat, in the sweaty heat of Cuba. Right. <laughs> and, and there's families and there's like with their kids and they they're not there to watch a comedy show, they're there just to watch whatever they're gonna see. And it was just like how do I make these people smile and laugh and forget about their stuff? So it was not easy, but it was wonderful, you know? Yeah. But basically, the detainees had it better. <laughs> I'm to say, that's what I'm trying to say is like, I was, I was tortured there and uh, they have giant iguanas there. How? What's giant? Well, I know you're from Mexico, so you're like, I've seen giant. Yeah, yeah. Iguanas. Show me, prove it. How big are your iguanas? I know about iguanas. Listen, they were grande, iguana grandes. Good. Were they cool? Because. The our iguanas grandes are cool. Like you can give them food, they hang out. People really? eat pets. Oh yeah. You can like chill with them. Oh yeah, iguanas are so chill. You don't. They can't like give you diseases or anything. I don't know about that, but I have known people who like keep them as pets. But like chill, like they hang out with you. Like they can be totally domesticated. Like they're really nice animals. Why well, just iguanas... like the geico lizard, right? What? They're just like the geico lizard. Totally same thing. Except they speak Spanish. <laughs> I had iguanas as, as a kid, but they weren't from uh, Mexico. Maybe they were. Were they big? Yeah. Wow. Well, you were in San Diego. They might have been from Mexico, and they just didn't tell. Right. They didn't. They didn't speak English, so that's the mm -hmm. problem. Mm -hmm. My mom yeah. had like a leash for one. She like put on the leash. Yeah, I remember when people would have iguanas on their shoes. You ever see those frozen iguanas? They get so cold that they freeze and then like they fall out of trees, but they're not, they, they look dead, but they're not. They're just like frozen. No. It's that wow. Thing you, look it up on YouTube, like frozen iguanas. It's like a whole deal. 
Wow. They freeze, but they're okay. <laughs> they just like bring, like fall down. Yeah. Without being able to move. Wow. Hibernate then to like fall or spring. I don't know what's. I'm not a doctor. I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> I'm just. I'm, just uh, I'm sponsored by the YouTube videos of iguanas that are frozen iguanas they told me to mention it every podcast i do they're equal the iguanas yeah. are bigger than this dog oh 100 100 i love that you carry her around in a backpack yeah i mean it's this is just what i'm dealing with this is yeah this is my situation like yeah look at those teeth can you see those teeth it's she's cute why would people call my dog ugly? It's because they're jealous. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I think people try to be funny around me because I'm a comedian. Do you feel this too? And people who aren't funny, they 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 go mean or racist. That's that's correct. I think that's the like, most thoughtful thing I can like my deathbed. And people say, is there any last words? I think I'm going to say people who aren't funny go mean or racist. Yeah, I think I think that's true. The other weird thing I find as a comic is that people expect you to be funny all the time. And maybe you're funny all the time. I'm not funny all the time. Like, I don't know if I'm just like talking about what I did today. It's not necessarily super funny. And I feel like pressure from people be like, why isn't she funny? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I think it's like you meet somebody and they hear you're a comic because I never tell them that I don't want to deal with any of that or whatever, but they crack a joke. And if it's funnier to like some other people than anything you're saying, because you're not on the clock, they're like, oh, I could start comedy tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the most insulting thing I could be told is if someone says I got into comedy from watching you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That means like, well, that guy can do it. I can do it. Yeah, yeah. The worst is like, I went to high school with this kid who was like so cool, mm -hmm. and like I was like a professional comedian. I I already did last comic standing. I think it was before America's Got Talent. But someone's like, oh, it's cool you're doing comedy. I'm like ten years in. I have a career, whatever. And right. Like, and it's like, oh, you're doing comedy. This guy John San Diego, he's he's doing comedy too. I'm like, no, he's not. Yeah. I'm doing comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. You guys went through comedy. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> not like that. Yeah. I'm a professional comedian uh, who didn't work for a year. Did you guys work during uh, COVID times? Like, did you do show? Was, it, was DC open for stand up? And during the summer, there were some shows. And I did a few shows, like, with a mask on and gloves on outside that were like, private like in people's backyards and looking back that was not sane yeah i didn't i didn't travel for anything i was very pro lockdown i didn't do anything and i hated doing zoom shows i vowed to never do one again um conversely yeah, i vowed to never do a live podcast again too <laughs> so much easier you know yeah i told myself yeah we have done them again yeah, I uh, yeah, I did like some of those like drive-in shows. Oh, and it's just like the beeping. No be beeping wasn't allowed. They oh. had, um the the uh oh, the blinkers, the lights. No worse than all of this. They had like uh I don't know worse. It's all bad in different ways, but it was like a hand, hand clapper. 
They oh. stick out the window, go clack, 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 clack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, oh. it's, uh, and I was like, this is not good, right? And I was yeah. saying in the comments, this is bad, right? They're like, no, this is great. I'm like, okay, this is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then now I say to people, those were terrible. They're like, oh, yeah, they were terrible. I'm like, why did you pretend they were good? I mean. Because we I had did, nothing else. I did them to, to get cool photos looking like I'm doing something good, cool with my life. Right, right, right. They're great photographers. That's the way they're <laughs> How long have you guys done comedy for? Uh, going on years. Say it again? Oh, uh, going on 10 years. Oh, cool. I've done it for five. So you guys, though, like, it used to, you weren't photographers at all the shows. Yeah. You just wear the same shirt every day and not look at, and now it's like, I got to look good because I'm doing, a, like, a, a janky comedy show with a cool photographer that makes it look like I'm doing something. Yeah, it really changed my whole approach to stage wardrobe. <laughs> For real. I actually did like a whole, like a whole regroup. Uh, like I'm only allowed to wear black pants on stage that I learned from a lot of comedy photographers. So I was like, all right, we're not taking any more risks. Yeah. It's black pants only. Yeah. No, listen, it's wild. And uh, it's a crazy world out there. It is a crazy world out there. It's a crazy world out there. And we want to thank Taylor Williamson for coming on Countercurrents today. Uh, so what do you have? What do you have coming up? We're all done now. Yeah, we're where done. can people find you? Where can people see you? Uh, I'm Taylor Comedy on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, Taylor Williamson. TikTok, Taylor Comedy. I don't post there often, but I need to. You guys TikTok? I, I don't post. I'm in the same boat as you. I don't post there often, but I need to. Yeah, we got to get on that. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm on tour. I'm in Winnipeg next week. More tour dates to be announced, and uh, a bunch of videos online. I have a comedy special on Amazon. Uh, check out TaylorWilliamson.com. You find links to things you need, and uh, yeah, check out the Arlington Draft House when you're in Arlington. That's right. If, if you're not in Arlington, you don't need to go there. I mean, you need to go there, but don't try to go there if you're not there because you're not gonna find it. And um, yeah. and uh, thanks for having me. This is fun and. Thanks for being kind to my dog. Oh, we love Betty. Yeah, we got to thank Betty for being on here. Check out at Betty the Puppy Doggy on Instagram with a GGY. And she's followed by some celebrities, honestly. She's got a lot of potential to make it big, honestly. Yeah, get in on get in on Betty early. Yeah. That's right. mm -hmm. Don't be one of these people who, like, Betty gets a Netflix special. Then you're like, oh, I'm going to follow her now. Act like you knew her since from day one, you know? Right, right. It. but thanks for having me and i uh, i hope we can work together next time i'm in I, at the club yeah great man yeah cool guys thanks taylor all right, all right be well have a nice day you, you too, too. Right. Bye. bye